bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. It's one of those days. It's one of those days. Uh, I had an interesting thing happen to me today. And it made me make a realization. All right. So I'm driving and I... My phone rings and I look at it and it says it's a 262 number from Waukesha. And so I answer the phone and they say, hello. I say, hello. We're trying to deliver a package. I said, wow, that's cute. I'm in a car in Ozaki County. They say, oh, so we need to deliver a package. I said, where are you calling from? And they said, oh, we're calling from FedEx. I said, okay, well, where is the person that is supposed to be doing the delivery? And they said, oh, the person is in West Dallas. I'm moving my microphone around. And so I thought that was odd because I said, West Dallas, what are you doing in West Dallas? Oh, but we tried to deliver to the address and they gave me the address. And I said, well, you know, that's a post office box. And because it's a post office box, you should actually be able to. Oh, but we can't deliver there. I'm like, I get deliveries from you every two weeks, like clockwork. 
that are FedEx that come to the post office. So I don't understand why you're saying you can't deliver it. And they said, oh, don't worry about it. We'll deliver it. I said, well, can they come back? Well, they're in West Dallas. They can come back. And, you know, I go through the rigmarole. I drive all the way there. Well, how soon can you be there? 20 minutes. Okay. We'll have them meet you. You know, they did meet me, right? But I'm not bashing FedEx. They have a route they have to do. And on their route, they have to make sure that they get it right. By the way, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We're live from the Avenue. And so I'm driving, end up driving past the Avenue, all the way to the P.O. Box. I get there, and I wait, and I wait. And so I say, you know what? 20 minutes is up. Let me call. But by now, it's about a half hour, 35 minutes. So I make the phone call. So I make the phone call. Woman answers the phone. Hi, do you have your tracking number? I said, you haven't delivered it yet, so how would I have my tracking number? Like, the only notification you gave me was you called me to tell me that you were sending me something, and I didn't get it. Well, what's your name? And I give the name, I give the business, I give everything. Oh, yes, I see it right here. So is the person coming back to give me the package? Well, we don't think that can happen. So... When you get the notification, I said, well, wait a minute. How am I getting a notification about a package I didn't receive and I don't know the tracking number? Well, look, somebody should call you. I was like, you mean call me again and then deliver it like you said again so that I can get it again? Well, yes, sir. You sure you don't have the tracking number? I don't have the package, so how would I possibly have the tracking number? Makes no sense. So I wait and I wait. I have the phone call. Then finally I say, you know what? They're not coming. I tell her, I'll just wait until I get the phone call. And then I will go pick it up from FedEx. Lord knows where Fed. I don't even know where FedEx is in southeastern Wisconsin. I don't know if I have to drive to Oak Creek, cut a hay, like, I don't know, Madison. I don't know. So I hang up waiting for them to call or text or whatever it is they do. And so you have all my information, so I don't understand why you couldn't just send me a text and I hit the link and then say, hold it, right? But you can't get through unless you know the tracking number, but you know they have a package where they don't give you the tracking number, so you literally have to talk to a person. And I said, you know, while I'm here, let me go in and pick up my mail from the P.O. box. And so I go in and I pick up my mail and I pick up the letter and the letter says, Internal Revenue Service Department of Treasury. And I'm like, dude, I do not want to open this letter. I am terrified of opening. I don't want to open this letter. But then I said, you know what? How would I ever know what's in the letter? So what do I do? I look up and I do this. And I tear open the letter. Right? Because I'm, I'm scared. You know, I tear open the end, slide it out. I open it up and I see a number and it's four digits and it's a big number. And I'm thinking to myself, OMG, now I got to pay. 
But when I look at the number, I look to the left and it says, you ready? Overpayment. I almost cried. Like that's the first time in maybe the second time in my entire life where the Internal Revenue Service said, you overpaid, we're going to give you some money back. So I'm happy. Number wasn't that big. And because there was a decimal in there. So So I get the money, right? I got it coming, and I'm happy. But I don't have my package. So I say, you know what? Forget it. I'm done. I knew I had to to record some stuff today, so I was kind of in a rush. So I remember texting Kyle saying, hey, I need some studio time. I got to get this done. He's like, all right, bet. We got it. It'll be waiting for you when you get here. I look. And literally, I would have had to have been there in one minute from the post office box to be there for the studio time. So I'm thinking, okay, everything's starting to to unravel. Was the letter I was supposed to get from the Internal Revenue Service? Does the Internal Revenue Service even use FedEx? Like, I'm I'm all over the place, right? But I said, you know what? Forget it. I'm out. So I did what I always do when I feel like things are not going great. I reward myself, right? So when you have to do things that you don't want to do or go places you don't want to go and you feel like something needs to be taken care of, I reward myself. So I was driving up the road and guess what I drove past? Target. So I went and bought something that everybody teases me about because I eat Altoids like they're candy. And so I went and I got me some Altoids. Now, just so you know, don't send me any, by the way, because I won't eat them. Wintergreen Altoids and peppermint. I eat the two of them together, and I eat them like candy. I just kind of toss them back like M&M's. I know it's strange. It's weird. So I bought me some. So I get in the car, and I'm driving. I hit a red light, and I do what everybody shouldn't do. I start opening up my Altoid cans, and I set them right there in the cup holder. So when I want some, I can just pull them out. Toss them in. So that's what I did. Opened it up. Light turns green. Get some out of my hand. Put it back. I look up and there is the biggest freaking bee sitting right in my car looking at me. And it's crawling around the dashboard. I look around and realize both of my windows in my car are open. And this is not the only bee. There are other bees flying around the car. And I'm thinking to myself, if I get stung by a bee... And my EpiPen is in the trunk. I have about 20 seconds before bad things happen. Or I turn into a pumpkin. Probably be the size of a pumpkin anyway. So the only thing I can think of is kill the bee. Now, I'm not going to hit the bee with my hand because I could possibly get stung. So what I do is I get it some tissue. I reach up. And I go to hit the bee, the bee flies out of the window and lands on my mirror. So now I'm trying to calculate, can I get this door, this this window closed, right, in time before the bee starts flying around and flies back inside? Because if this bee flies back inside, I'm going to get stung and bad things are going to happen because I'm allergic to bees. You know what I'm saying? I get the window closed. 
Guess what the B did? I kid you not. This B was so big, the B lit back on the outside of my window while I'm driving. And it was as if it was looking at me like, and then I realized and I looked down and the temperature said 57 degrees. I said, this B is dying. It's cold. B want to get in the car with B because it's, it's heat in the car. The problem is I'm the one generating the heat. So I'm like, no, we're not going to do this. And so there it is. The bee is sitting there and it's looking at me and I'm looking at it. And you know how it has the little antlers and they're moving and you can almost see his eyes. But that's when it hit me. And I realized I was being evil. I was not being compassionate because that's when I realized bees matter. And that is Dr. Ken's truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. All right. So, oh, what I do? Oh, I got to go all the way over there. Watch. All right. I get it. Important stuff. (laughs) All right. So part of the problem with the new studio is, you ready? It's too big. Like, it is ridiculously, humongously big. And so because it's big, if I want something, if I don't remember to put it in a chair and roll it all the way around next to me, I have to walk like 10, 15, 20 feet to get everything. And so I blame DZ for that because, you know, I don't have anybody else in the room to blame. So I'm just saying. 833-212-1017 is the number. I can't get comfortable. I have to get used to this chair. You know why? This chair is way too comfortable. I will be sleep with this chair. This is bizarre. How do I do this? All right. Go away. All right. Okay, this is, you ever get a new computer and you haven't had presets put in it yet, so it starts to do things that you don't want it to do?
And I don't want to have to hit it. I know what to do. Let me see. There. All right, we're done. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sorry you got to be you know witness to that, but it's DZ's fault because he should have thought for me to get it done, and then I would have had it done. Is that probably one of the biggest cop-outs you ever saw? I'm telling you, this B had to have been, the B was so big that the back half of the, you know, the, the, the black and gold part of the B was like sagging. Like, that's how heavy this B was. I don't know if he was full of honey or I don't, I don't know what, I don't, I don't do bees. I don't even know what bees do. Um, this B, well, it was, first of all, it was about as long as my thumb. I've never seen a B that big. That wasn't a bumblebee. It was like that big. And the back of it was kind of hanging like this. Like it would like it was almost like it almost had too much junk in a trunk. <laughs> so this bee was trying to switch. I understood why he was in the car. Like, hey, dude, I need to ride because it's too heavy. And so that's when I opened the door. And he thought I could get out. And when it got out, it was too cold. And he was like, hey, player, can I get back in? And I was like, no, you're not getting back in. You got to go. Got to go. It's time to go. Not realizing the bee is dying. It's cold outside. It's that time of year where you start finding flies, you know, sitting outside looking at you like, can you open the door? I just just want to get in. It's cold out here. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't like flies either. I don't. Yeah. So it worked out pretty well. Uh, Looking at the news, Vice President Kamala Harris visited Milwaukee. Did she leave already? Did she leave? I guess so. And so she was here today. Um, There's so many things that are going on. But one of the things I still want to go back to it is one of the biggest things that is going to make or break Milwaukee is the pension. That is going to make or break Milwaukee. And I'm wondering whether or not it's going to have an impact on you. 833-212-1017 is the number. Because Mr. Moore already said that he don't think he should cut. we should cut the pension of people who already worked and, and earned it. And, you know, I thought that was a bit much. But you can't cut it. That's like going in and cutting somebody's Social Security. You know, by the way, we think you get too much Social Security. So we decided you're going to cut it. Now, if you earned it and you worked hard, it's yours. I don't think we should cut it. But we have these ideas about the city, ideas about the police that are just bizarre to me. And I don't understand why we hold them. Like, where did we go to where we have to deal with the fact that that some of the things that that generations hold on to just don't make any sense to me? I don't understand. And so there are some very specific things that need to change, but we're not doing it. We're not coming in and making sure the city is taken care of the way it should. We're not coming in and telling the mayor, this is what we want. We're just kind of waiting for 
somebody else to change something. We are the citizens. We are the people who get to say what we want and they represent us, not the other way around. If everything works out the way that I hope it works out, I'll have a story for you that I'm, that I'm working on um, to try to get elected officials to do what they're supposed to do. I don't really understand that. I don't understand why elected officials don't do what they're supposed to do. How do we get the city to change when we're not willing to change ourselves? 833-212-1017 is the number. I don't understand how we are supposed to get the city mothers and fathers to make change when we aren't willing to make change. Why aren't citizens in the city of Milwaukee trying to make change in the city? I don't understand that. I think that it's strange. I think that we need to recognize that... um, In order to fix things, we have to start with us. So we we just really need to fix a lot of stuff. I'm just saying. We really need to get it going. But what do you think needs fixing? What's the number one thing? Other than crime. Other, other than crime, other than robberies and shootings and all that, we know we got to fix that. What are the other things in life that we actually need to fix in the city of Milwaukee? 833-212-1017 is the number. What is your number one thing that we need to fix right here, right now in the city of Milwaukee? I'm Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Hey, different year, same dream. It's time to go for it. Concordia University offers accelerated graduate degrees with flexible schedules and online courses. Imagine saving both time and money while completing your MBA, Doctor of Business Administration, or your doctorate in education. Masters in computer science, digital humanities, whatever you want, you can do it fully online. You were meant for an uncommon life, so what are you waiting for? Capture that dream. Find out more at cuw.edu. Concordia University live uncommon. One call, that's all. One call, that's all is right. Now's your chance to be entered into our one call, that's all 5K giveaway winner. You heard it right. That's $5,000 that we will be pulling in approximately eight days in eight days on the Sherwin Hughes show. Be caller number three right now and be entered to win $5,000. Remember if your loved one has ever been injured in an accident, call Gruber law offices. One call. That's all. Be caller number three. Win this money. Make sure you're eligible and entered to win $5,000 from the one call. That's all 5k giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. Again, 833-212-1017, caller number three. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Congratulations to Yvonne. She is now, I guess you can call her a finalist, in the One Call, That's All 5K giveaway. And next Friday, Friday? The 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 30th? Yeah. We'll be pulling it on the... The Sherwin-Hughes Show. I'm Sherwin-Hughes, and I will be pulling the number for the winner to say if they're going to win the 5K. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be a Sherwin-Hughes today, and so we're going to talk like this all the time. Isn't that right, Carrie? I don't know why you're looking like this. Are you a are you an on-air host or a personality? Like, I want to know. Which one are you? An on-air host or a personality? <laughs> See, he always talking about me, Karen Harris. So I'm going to talk like Sherman Hughes for the rest of the show. And we need Carrie here so that I can talk to Carrie. Isn't that right, Carrie? And Carrie said, I'm a personality. And see, I would have, I almost called in and said, Sherwin, you're an on air host. Carrie is a personality. Does that mean that you don't have a personality when you're a host? Or personalities aren't hosts? And then I will watch them fight. Eight three three two one two one zero. I'm just kidding. One zero one seven is the number. Um, <laughs> Emin I real say Amazon would never. I don't think it was a mess up with FedEx. I don't. I don't think it was that at all. I don't think it was that at all. But but I've been trying to avoid a topic because everybody seems to not really care that that. Putin is trying to take back and trying to recreate Russia, right? Because every time I say it, somebody says, there's no longer, is it Russia or is it the Soviet Union? It's no longer the Soviet Union, it's Russia, right? Because the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics just got broke up. Well, not just got broke up, but it's been broken up. And I think what Putin's trying to do is he's trying to bring it back. But anyway, I digress. Real said Amazon would never. I don't think Amazon would. But again, it wasn't their fault. It was not the fault of FedEx. It was just one of those things. And so we're going to get it fixed, and I'm going to be happy, and everything going to work out. All right? All right. Mr. Madee, what you talking about? <laughs> you silly. What did he say? He said the brown race needs some doctrine. Not a religion full of lies, trickery, deceit, false gods, lack of knowledge gets you the hell fire. I don't know what that means, Mr. Madi. And what religion are you exactly talking about? Like, instead of talking in generalities, I actually say what you're saying. So I can understand it. So I can then uh, rebut it. 833 People are. Ooh, that's mean. Sometimes you say some mean stuff, Mr. Medea. And so my question before we took the break and before we did the one call, that's all 5K giveaway and Yvonne won, um, won the ability to be one of the finalists. Um, I asked, what is the one thing that the black community can do to actually fix Milwaukee? Like, we know we got to do the crime thing. We know we got to do that, right? Um, 
Talking text line said, fix the family. Fix the families. And then they added a new mindset. That's interesting. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017 is the number. Miss Shaq, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. 833-212-1017 Can you do me a favor? Turn your radio down. Yeah, yeah, okay. I just did. I was like wondering. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I when I just got in the car and I uh, heard your initial, uh, you know, topic, and I thought, oh my god, that is what I've been going through all day. I am so freaking angry because this government is really doing us, uh, doing us in. And if we as a people could look beyond the division and gather to come together on a collective and let this government know who they working for, you know, because they destroying lives for, for, for the corporate and the elite and the wealthy. This, this is not right for the poor in the working class to burden this, this country. And how's that happening? Explain that to me, how that's happening. Well, for instance, with the rising interest rates, that's making it harder for people, common people, poor people, working class, to try to get a home. Okay. And so whose fault is that? The corporate is buying up all the real estate because they got the money to, and then uh, home buyers have backed off because of this bear market, this recession, and now they, 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 they're about to go up again on this interest rate. This is outrageous. Where is the outrage? But can those people, government but, but can those people, people, but can those people afford a house anyway? Pardon? Can those people huh? afford a house anyway? Those that seek to pursue a house and, and, and all the hap- God-given uh, 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 right to pursue happiness has a right to do so. And, and remember, uh, Dr. Ken, it wasn't too long ago, they were giving out houses. They were giving out money, and, they, and people weren't even qualified for it. So don't give me that. Okay. But we're not living then we can, under we the... Can, we can make things happen. We can make things happen if, if, if we realize that we have the power to do so. Karl Marx talked about this himself back in that day. You but know, that's the problem we, I have. We, 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 I have a problem with Karl yeah. Marx. Uh-oh. I have a problem with a collective because in every instance where we had either um, communism or socialism, it hasn't worked. Look at the Soviet Union slash Russia now. Look at every country yeah, that's socialist always, has failed. Well, well, there's a there's a happy medium somewhere. And, not in socialism. Not in socialism. That, uh-uh. Instead of calling it fascist, fascism, socialism, democracy, you know, listen, common sense. Call it common sense. But you do understand that all those are different. How about that? And so you can't pretend something is democratic when, in fact, it's socialist. Under socialism, they tell you where to go to school. They tell you, you cannot, what job to get. And you cannot what? And you, and this government cannot feed me this democratic, uh, uh, you know, image, oath, and all of this uh, when they're not following the democratic uh, uh, principle. It's and just, what's the it's democratic the principle? And what's the democratic principle? Equality. 
No That's one's, what I always thought it but was. But I talked about that the huh? other day. Nobody's equal. There's always yeah. going to be inequality. So why what do would I do? there be an inequality? Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Okay. Why would there be? Why would there? Why would there be an inequality just because you make two or three times more than I make? Because why would that I give you my not, money? Why would I give you my us, money that I worked for? Why would I just? I I'm not it? asking you. For, so then, what are you talking about inequality? And you brought up money. I know I'm talking about equality. If you can uh, go and purchase a home, uh-huh. I should be able to purchase a home. No, you should Without you didn't uh, work. Without you without can't afford it. Stacked against me. So huh? you didn't work. You can't afford it. You don't make enough money, but you should still I have am the thing. That's what I'm no, saying. Let I me finish. Let me finish. No. Let no. me finish. Okay, go ahead. You're working, mm-hmm. but you don't make enough money. You don't have enough saved. You can't sustain the the loan. You can't sustain the taxes. You can't sustain the uh, mortgage insurance. You can't sustain the homeowner's insurance. You got upkeep, grass, water bill, electric bill, gas bill, all that. You have to be able to sustain that. So just because you want a house you th- don't mean you should get a house. Well, I guarantee all of those things are being met and done and taken care of in whatever capacity uh-huh. a person is living at. We cannot but you don't have a But you don't have a choice to choose what you want. What if you want a bigger house? You can't they punish t- a person just because they're poor. That's discrimination. How is it punishment that you can't afford something? How is that punishment? Because the, because this government, this country should accommodate everybody to have an opportunity to own a home. Really? Even I'm though you talk- can't afford it? Huh? Even though you can't afford it? Even though even though it looks like you can't afford it, nah, it's still nah. You're not living in reality. Come on, Miss Shaq. You're not yes, living in reality. Yes, I am. The same thing yes, that Bill Clinton did. The same thing the Clinton administration did. The same thing the Clinton administration did during the time when all those homeowners lost their houses in 2006, 2007, was because we gave loans to people who could not afford them. And they lost everything. I think that had something to do with the recession also. No, it had to do with people they couldn't afford it. Jobs. They couldn't afford it. No, exactly. People, people lost okay. people lost jobs. You can't you can't punish people for, for life crises. I'm not gonna give you something you can't afford either. But thank you for your call, Miss Shaq. I appreciate it. You gonna you gonna call me back tomorrow? You gonna call me back tomorrow? I am. I am. I still love you. I love you too. All right. Bye-bye. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We're live from The Avenue. And if I look to my right and I see you right there trying to get your eat on, I'm saying, what's up? But we don't have a speaker out there, so you better have an app. So you should just download the Truth app. You can sit outside and watch me while I talk to you sitting outside. 833-212-1017 is the number. We were talking before the break. Miss Shaq was hollering at me, beating me up about um, what we need to do in order to make it. And so my question was whether or not 
what whether or not we know what is actually needed the one thing not the crime thing and out of education what's the one thing we need in order to turn around this city 833-212-1017 is the number al from sherman hey how's it going sir oh going well uh yeah i kind of agree with one of your earlier callers in that um we need to change our mindset and we need to start playing politically both sides of the street, Republicans and the the Democrats. Wait, 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 wait. we need to, we need to play both sides or not play both sides. Play both sides. Okay. That's what I, look at, I work, I work with an uh, adjacent to the Latino community. They, they don't put all their eggs in one basket and just vote Democrat. <laughs> um, no, but we also got to learn our history because one of the things, and uh, some people think that I'm Republican. No, I'm anti-Democrat because once I realize how the Democrat Party has treated us, first, they were advocates for our enslavement, right? Fought a whole war because they didn't want to get rid of their slaves. Then we were made citizens, didn't want us to be citizens, went about starting the Ku Klux Klan to intimidate us out of exercising our right to vote, right? And when Republicans helped us get the right to vote, they strung up the Republicans from trees. Then they put us through Jim Crow and segregation. They had all these cases, and especially in particular the, the southern states, uh, you had four segregationist uh, governors. Uh, who actually stood up to the federal government when they tried to uh, integrate us into schools and, and universities. We had, uh, what was his name, Governor Wallace? Segregation today, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever. But one thing I have and to correct you on, well, one thing I have to correct you on, yeah. Governor Wallace, is later in his life he did recant and repent. And so at his okay, death, so, black people yeah. in Alabama revered George Wallace. They supported George Wallace. And he did a lot of great things for black people in Alabama. Just want to put that out there. I can't say that I'm that forgiving. Cause, he didn't uh, do nothing to you, so when, what are you unforgiving about? Oh, okay. I guess then we shouldn't worry about reparations ever. It didn't, didn't happen to me. How you jumped to reparations? Um, but go ahead. I'm, I'm just going to be trouble <laughs> I'm just saying, that's the same. That would be the same argument against reparations, right? No. It didn't happen to me. No. That shouldn't. shouldn't be upset about it. No, that shouldn't. Shouldn't. Okay. Those people that yeah, were in so. Alabama and lived there would have something to say in terms of reparation in regards to what George Wallace did. But me in Wisconsin or so Illinois happens, doesn't. It just so happens to be that my mother and her 10 brothers and sisters, her parents, were from Alabama. So are mine. So, and so am I. I. Yeah, so do I have some investment in what happened to my relatives? You get a dollar fifteen cent. Yeah. So anyway, though, what makes me so angry is that now the Democrat Party gets you to vote against your your own interests just by saying something's racial, right? They get you all up in arms, right? Um, school choice, it's racial. Vote against your own interests. They try to keep you in the underperforming, failing violent public schools because it's racist to give you choice dollars to go get your education. Well, a, well, one thing I need to, one thing I need to correct, Al, 
by and large, public schools are not violent. So I'm interested certain in hearing areas. We to, well, certain areas was, of the city are one Polly, thing. What was Polly Williams? What was Polly Williams' goal? We ain't talking about right. Polly Williams' goal. We talking about today, public schools, and you well, said they were violent. Well, that was her goal violent. in starting school choice, right? And she had to go to the Republicans to get it done, right? Because their own Democratic Party okay. wouldn't support her, right? But what does that have to do with violent so, schools? But, well, part in sense. We keep our kids in bad environments because someone tells us something's racist that would benefit us. I don't think you're connecting are the you dots say, the I, way that they should be connected. Wait, I'll, I'll say it like that. Wait, are, are you saying, okay, so are you saying there's no violence in school and if the parents who started the school year, was it last year, and realized they, they took all the resource officers out because it was racist, Okay. They have resource officers in school, and when the kids were acting crazy, driving the cars all up on the sidewalks, mm-hmm. carjacking people at school, and they turn around, well, where are the police? Well, well you didn't kick them out of school because somebody told you it was racist to have resource officers in school. Well, first of and all, now you want them back. Resource officers are inside the school, so if something happens outside the school, the. Uh the patrol police would actually show up for cars driving on the road and all that. Number two, I haven't heard any widespread, I haven't heard any widespread issues in terms of carjackings and all that at schools. I might be wrong, but what I'm not going to do. Marshall. Okay. Okay. You have, you have been following Marshall. No, I haven't. I don't, I don't follow high schools like that. But what I'm trying to say is that okay. is that I don't want to bash an entire system because at isolated schools, things happen. Children are still learning. Children are still graduating. They're still going to college. So one thing I want what to do percent, is what, I don't, what percent in, in Milwaukee public schools? We can argue that point if you want to. But if you want to hold on, we can do it after the break. Can we do that? I got to get to work because. I got to help people. Help people. You mean help yourself, right? Because if you want to help, help people, people, I'm people. Oh, no, if you help people, I'm people. So, I, you know, I get a check and I get an envelope. You can slide it through the glass. Well, you know, <laughs> I can help you with some advice. Nah, we ain't, we ain't going with no advice. All right. Thank you uh, much. Okay. I appreciate it. Talk All to right. you later, Al. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. When we come back, we will talk to Mr. Moore because we've been looking at what can we do? What's the one thing that needs to happen right now, today, in the city of Milwaukee to make sure that we win, that we don't end up like Detroit, Michigan, that we don't end up like other cities where we end up losing our citizens to other cities. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. It's weird, but we're live from the Avenue.